Potassium. It's God's greatest vitamin. Is it vitamin? It's a it's a mineral. No, it's an electrolyte. I feel like none of what we're saying is true. <laughs> I feel like potassium doesn't exist. Potassium is real, man. It's a banana, man. It's on the it's on the periodic table. An element. I thought it was a mineral, but I know it's an electrolyte. Too. Like it's in like electrolyte drinks. Okay, Google. What is potassium? According to Wikipedia, potassium is a chemical element with symbol K and atomic number 19. It's an alkali metal. Well, that's all I needed to know. Well, guys, welcome to... You sounded like one of the aliens in Galaxy Quest just then. The sorting <laughs> chat. Well, guys. <laughs> I'm your host, Grabthar. Oh, are you? Are you? <laughs> Gra- Grabthar. I couldn't think of anybody else's name from that, uh, from that the only film. That's not even a character in the film. No, Grabthar. but they say his name couple. I know. I love it. I'm your host, Alan Rickman in Galaxy Quest. <laughs> God May it God rest his soul. This episode and all episodes are dedicated to the memory of Alan Rickman. Exactly. Well, my name's Dale, and oh yeah, <laughs> I just got over a long sickness, but we had a good holiday season. Nothing, nothing majorly bad happened. And this year, That's you know, we got to go to Disney World, and the kids had a wonderful oh Christmas. God. And the year wasn't the best, but I'm just saying, like things go wrong, and things <laughs> didn't go wrong this this Christmas. Um, I'm Lauren, and I'm in the middle of a long sickness. I'm so sorry. Fucking no, I'm just joking. My Christmas was fine. It was just sort of like busy. Yeah. Uh, If I could have one wish in my life, it would be for one Christmas where we're not doing stuff. Yeah. Just one. How about you? Who are you? What's your story? I'm. I am Sherry. Um, I am in. I have no sickness. Um, I just flew back from Boston. Like I got in like two hours ago and then I, thank you so much. I ate a giant bag of Sour Patch Kids and I can't really feel most of my mouth right now. And I kind of want to die. Um, were they poisoned? No, it's just, it's a problem. They don't sell like they shouldn't, it should be illegal to sell bags of candy that large. Typical millennial blame the candy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are y'all drinking? Y'all drinking anything? Just water. I just finished off some honey vanilla chamomile tea by Celestial Seasonings. If you want to sponsor us, get at me at thesortingchat at gmail.com. Yes. Um, Also, Manischewitz, I've been waiting for that email for a long damn time. (laughs) But I'm drinking a combination of you and Carlo Rossi Sangria. They might as well be the same thing. I put them together in the same cup. Okay, so tonight we are talking about tonight is grab bag day, is what, <laughs> which means we we don't know what we're doing, so we just threw shit I together. I literally have a hat. Do we do we ever know I, what we're doing? No, I have a, I have this hat here. It's my kid's pink ear flaps hat. Inside the hat are little pieces of paper with different topics on them. Some were suggested by us. Some were suggested by listeners. Without further ado, I'm going to pull out a piece of it. 
excuse out me. of the Ooh. sorting hat oh the yeah sorting we're calling it the sorting hat <laughs> call it a sorting hat oh yeah That's we're doing our cute the sorting of the topics oh we've got a, mostly harry potter topics in here but a couple non just to break up the monotony let's Ooh. see the first one i grabbed this is a good one yoda versus dumbledore this hey, so- this topic was suggested <clears throat> by dale wait yoda versus dumbledore well, I don't know. I wasn't specifically leaning towards verses, like because. But but when I searched online, that is literally all I found was like in a battle. Like there was a there is a Reddit thread about uh, Dumbledore versus Yoda because I because I just watched uh, the Last Jedi and I, I've seen it twice already. Spoiler alert! Has Here's everyone a spoiler seen alert. it? No, we we all twice. three of us have seen it. But if you have not seen it. If you're a listener and you haven't seen it and you are planning on seeing it, don't listen to this episode because we're going to talk about some stuff. Right. Well, you've been warned. Spoiler alert on that. Um, but I mean, there's nothing major, I think, to the plot of the story that I'm talking about. But Yoda does make an appearance, and I and I think the the whole similarity for me was the uh, Master Apprentice uh, thing that that he had going on with Luke. And how Dumbledore and Harry, at a certain point in the book series, you know, Dumbledore was kind of a master to to Harry and, and guided him and, and, and basically taught him a lot of things. At the end of every book, there was always some sort of Dumbledore conversation with Harry about what happened that year or what happened, you know, what just happened and stuff like that. So they are both wise, but lighthearted and eccentric and kind of flighty. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. as far as... Yeah. Kind of off in their own little world, you know, almost annoyingly so at times, mm-hmm. you know, like, like well, eh. definitely Yoda, yeah, an element of gaining wisdom from complete failure and moving on by learning that things aren't black and white. Um, as far as like with Yoda, we all know the story, he was like a Jedi master who had like a temple, and then of course Anakin went all crazy and destroyed it, and all of his students, and then Yoda went off and um, to Dagobah and just stayed there, you know, went into hiding or whatever. So that was his failure. And then I think with Dumbledore, of course, was the the pinnacle of, of all of that was the, the greater good shit and the death of his sister. It took failure, it took it took many things to go wrong for them to become who they were. And I think in um, The Last Jedi, one, one of Yoda's quotes is, uh, the greatest teacher failure is, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a good quote. Which um, is interesting because that's maybe the first time that Yoda acknowledges, that that he acknowledges that, they're, that they failed. Right. Yeah. Right. You fail to recognize that it matters not what someone is born but what they grow to be who um, says that dumbledore dumbledore <clears throat> oh that's some fucking jedi ass talk right it is it's very and that's dumbledore's quote and yeah. i feel like um there's a lot of yoda quotes like that especially in the prequel movies <laughs> around the survivors of perimeter create <laughs> exactly <Sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> No, that but there's like, like something Dumbledore would you say. know, when he talks to Luke, when he's like, when Luke's on Dagobah and he's training Luke, and Luke is just like, you know, doing all this crazy shit for Yoda, and Yoda is just like, just talking to him about the dark side, you know, a lot. 
and telling him that, you know, fear leads to the dark side. I also had an idea, like when I was writing down these notes, um, a tattoo idea, and the tattoo idea was Dumbledore and Yoda having tea together. <gasps> we should all get that. that tattoo! <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I want and that then, tattoo. We should both get it. I'm I not would, joking. I'd be Sherry, down. you can get it too. I don't care. Oh, you don't care. <laughs> um, I care. I also wrote down that they both had skeletons in their closet. Um, essentially, that they're they had dark story arcs. You know, for a good portion of their time, I guess. Like Yoda, one is particularly dark. Right. Um, no. <laughs> Yoda, you know, originally tells Jedi t- apprentices to reject emotions completely. Like, yeah. um, that emotions lead to being led to the dark side or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Dumbledore obviously had the whole for the greater good stuff and then the death of Ariana. So, um, and then. But I think Dumbledore would definitely not, you know, tell anyone to reject emotion because like his whole thing with harry is that like it's his capacity to love right and to love in spite of all the shit he's been through that makes him powerful yeah i don't think the two things are a commensurate you have to find like because the emotion thing is specific to like jedi teachings um there's no such teaching as as far as we know in like the wizarding world about when i wrote it down i wrote down in the sense of like the dark parts of their story arc for me, that's just like, okay, so Dumbledore's dark, you know, skeletons are for the greater good and... And possible murder? And possible murder, right. And um, Yoda's is telling Jedi apprentices to reject emotions, and in doing so, I guess forcing Anakin to go down a darker path. George Lucas said that specifically Star Wars was like the, you know, the narrative arc of Star Wars was based on, like, the hero with a thousand faces. I don't know that that's true, specifically, of J.K. Rowling. I haven't looked it up. But they follow similar paths, right? So you have the wise sage and that kind of thing. Um, I don't know if there's a point in the hero with a a thousand faces in which the sage turns out to be wrong. Or when our hero becomes more wise than the sage, you know. Well, talking about failure, though, like, Harry learns that as a teenager, Luke oh. Skywalker does not learn that until he's about to die. Exactly. <laughs> like, until the end of his life. But I um, think he's he's pretty, when whenever he's talking to Rey, there's frequent times where he says that, you know, this doesn't, you know, Jedi, this whole system doesn't work. <laughs> like, this yeah, is yeah, not. Exactly. And I think so he, he recognizes the failings, yeah, of the larger yeah. system. Yeah. Right. But he doesn't recognize that his own failures, and this is what I think a lot of the people who don't like where the, the direction of the character went, he de- he doesn't sort of vocalize until the end that his own failures are okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay that you messed up. Yeah, it had, ba- but you're a human being. Like, right. yeah. And if you had learned that 20 years ago, maybe things would be a little bit different now. I do want to say that in a fight, <laughs> I... I thought about it for a little bit. I mean, I have. I mean, if I had more time to gestate and really actually think about it, I kind of feel like Dumbledore would win, only because of the things that he has at his disposal. Like he can turn into a phoenix and just like leave. He can't turn into a phoenix, or you know what I mean. He can summon a phoenix. <laughs> he can leave. 
he could literally. That's not a fight, though. That's running away from the fight. I'm just saying, like, there's things that I just feel like he could. Yeah. I think they'd be fairly evenly matched. Yeah, I think it depends on how well a lightsaber can deflect, like, spells that are, you know, like, I don't if, think... he can, if he can be out of arm's reach of a lightsaber and just, like, shoot spells at him and Yoda can't do anything about it, then he's kind of screwed. But if... I don't know if uh, Yoda couldn't do anything about it, though. I feel like um, magic, well, I don't know. It's like if magic is physical, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's yeah. shooting a physical thing at him. Can he deflect it with the force? I don't know. And there's this idea, too, that Dumbledore has a wand and Yoda has a lightsaber. But if those things were taken away, Yoda could still use the force. Although I feel like if the wand was nearby, Dumbledore could still get it to work. Yeah. I think he can do wandless magic. Is that a thing? You know, I think it is with Voldemort because... I think it is... Also, because like the kids do it on accident before they have their wands. You yes, know, like, that's yeah. true. Like if they're mad enough, they or or emotional enough. All right, I'm pulling another piece of paper out of here. Do it. Do it. All right, what are we going to talk about now? <laughs> this suggestion came from Cole. <laughs> um, all of it. The Death Eaters New Year's resolutions. <laughs> It doesn't have to be Death Eaters. We can do whoever, but the Death Eaters... Uh, Cole suggested this image of the Death Eaters sitting around a table on New Year's Eve discussing their resolutions. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I like that image. The idea... Uh, the are I- they dressed in their full Death Eater garb, do you think, when they're doing They'd this? have to be. I'm going to say Lucius Malfoy's New Year's revolution is to find a conditioner... A good conditioner. <laughs> like for his hair. For his silver mm-hmm. locks. Yeah. To find to, to to devote more time daily to hair maintenance. Because you can't get anywhere in this world without I... good hair. Voldemort hold on, hold on. What's Voldemort's New Year's <laughs> resolution? <laughs> Sorry. Um He does seem a little pudgy around the middle, don't you think? <laughs> So you're like you're going a different way than I was thinking. I was I was thinking more along the lines of like creating more Horcruxes or or something like. Maybe it's just like he's evil. gonna like be be nicer than a genie and like get him special, you know, mouse treats Treat, or something. Treats. That's a yeah. good one. Get Nagini some treats. Yeah. Make sure um, that I don't indulge in in too many sweets. And keep up with my scrap. Keep up with my scrapbooking. You know. <laughs> it's all pictures of him and the snake. What about uh, Wormtail? Find some like fancy gloves for his like magic hand. <laughs> That's not really a resolution, I guess. But I, I do think Pet- Peter Pettigrew's been on WizardsOnly.com. Aww. <laughs> the dating website. Oh my Wizards god! Only. Why have we not talked about wizard dating websites? <laughs> I don't know, but we're going to now. He's he, let's think about what Peter Pettigrew's profile would say. Male, <laughs> you know, for he's not even that old. Forty, maybe. Yeah, forty uh, years old. I mean, he's got he's got no not, he's got a he's got a magic hand, which could be a plus for you know I don't know some areas of your life. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Um, some, um, it could. You know. I mean, some people might go for that. He should just say like well connected or something. Differently abled, 
What would he say about his animagus ability? Animagus oh, ability. I don't know. Um, not... a, a, an animal in the sheets. <laughs> Oh my lord. Oh god. Yes. You love it. That's terrible. Uh, what is Ronald Weasley's New Year's resolution? Oh wait, we're doing Death Eaters. I forgot. You can do whoever. It's not a fucking court of law. Bellatrix's uh, New Year's res is to be nicer to her sister. Nah. I don't think it is. I don't <laughs> think it is. It's I to be Bellatrix- more like, you know, in Voldemort's Finally get Senpai to notice me. Get Senpai to notice me. <laughs> Maybe Voldemort wants to get, like, a tattoo or something. Of Nagini. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, Voldemort wants to cross a couple things off his bucket list. That's what he wants to do. <laughs> because I think he really feels the impending doom coming up, even though he won't admit it to himself. He's got a bucket list. He wants a tattoo. He wants mm-hmm. to... What else would be on Voldemort's bucket list? <clears throat> Skydiving. To... No, wait. He can fly. Never mind. To find New York's best slice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> to, to go to Panama City and ride the human slingshot. To, re- to recreate the final scene in Sleepless in Seattle with Tom Hanks. With Tom Hanks. He, Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. He is Meg Ryan. <laughs> to, meet, to meet Billy Crystal. Um, to be Billy Crystal for a day. Just to see what it feels Dude, like. Yes, to like take Polyview's potion <laughs> and be, be Billy Crystal, Crystal for a day. <laughs> That is my New Year's resolution, you guys. Dude, oh my gosh, okay, tangent. If you could take Polyjuice Potion and be anyone for a day. <gasps> this is a fantastic fucking tangent. Who would you be? Oh my god. I was thinking oh, Donald no. Trump, because you could like oh god. you could like reverse a lot of things or I don't know, make yourself just be like really chill for a day <laughs> yeah. and make people make people like wonder. Like just be, just be like a really cool dude for a day. For like a you day. don't even have to reverse any. Just make the country happy for a day, just for a day. <laughs> what what would a chill day, in if Donald Trump was chill, he would wake up in the morning, and he'd be like, guys, you've been working too hard, take the day off. This is your day off. And then he would, he would go have breakfast at just like McDonald's. You know how the old people hang out at McDonald's in the morning. <laughs> I don't think this would, sounds that different than like he would he would not he would like not tweet. Hey, I'm just taking a break from social media yeah, for a while. Taking guys. a breaky break. Hitch on the flip side, DT. He does the day that they have in Ten Things I Hate About You. <laughs> you know when they go out on the paddle boats. Yes. So you resign the presidency. Done and done. That's that's what we yeah. All right. Well, that's not as funny. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I I have a big crush on Sue Perkins, so I would be you would be her. No, I would be someone who was close to her, so I could look at her face. <laughs> well, if you were her, you could just stand in the bathroom all day. And yeah, but it'd be kind of face. more fun to like be somebody's friend rather than to be them. <laughs> you know, if you That's really like them, like um, you could be like J.K. Rowling's best friend. I don't know that I want to get that close to any of my heroes. Yeah, though. you know what I mean. Sure. Yeah, we. Except sure. Stephen Colbert, who I suspect is every bit of n- as nice as he seems to be. Like Lauren, who would you be if you could take Polyjuice Potion and be anybody? Lin-Manuel Miranda. Oh my god, genius. Oh, and then your daughter would be, like, so excited. I'd become Lin-Manuel Miranda and just come to my house. I feel like she'd fall in love with me and that'd be a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I could take it. 
for a day. It'd be fine. She's seven. What can she do? <laughs> um, well, everybody would know he was not having his best day ever because he would really be me. <laughs> and people would be like, Lemon Well Miranda, do that thing where you like do really good raps. <laughs> and I would, uh, you know, I like Harry Potter in my house. And I talk to my friends and we're really cool. And then we go and we do the thing where we rap. And we do some reps, and it's rep time. And then everybody Great would job. just laugh because they think that he was joking. If I could polyjuice potion anybody, I polyjuice potion somebody who's better at doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> if you could polyjuice potion your spouse into someone else. Oh, no, I don't want Dwayne, to go down that rabbit hole. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> I'm, this is, I'm me speaking for Lauren. Lauren, do you think Anthony would become Dwayne the Rock, Rock Johnson for you for a day? I don't know, but I think he'd become Stephen Colbert. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And that's good, too. I, here's the thing. I'm a little intimidated, but I really think Dwayne the Rock Johnson is beautiful. Like, yeah, beautiful. Like, he's that kind of beautiful. Like, I would see him on a train and fall in love with him and never even, like, talk to him. And it'd be fine. Like, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is a little too, a little too intimidating. Like... Not only because of his physical presence, which is very large, mm-hmm. um, but because he's, like, the most famous man. That's true. <laughs> he's pretty famous now. He's the most famous man, and he's very, very, very good looking. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is my Dulcinea, and Stephen Colbert is my Sancho Panza. <laughs> it's a Man of La Mancha reference. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I was going to go back to the polyjuice potion because I thought of a strategic one, not just a, like, cool people I want to hang out with one. Because mm-hmm. I was thinking about it in terms of, like, when they use polyjuice potion to go into the Ministry of Magic and pretend to be people that can do things that they want to get done. Right. So mm-hmm. I could take polyjuice potion and be somebody that's on, like, a committee that makes decisions about whether or not I get grant money to do my dissertation research <laughs> and then give myself a grant. I could do. I could get Polyjuice Potion and be a stewardess on a flight to England, and then just get off of that, and then go to England. How are you getting back? Just do it again. She's never coming back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um pulled another piece of paper from the hat, and this one is not is not Harry Potter related, but it could be sick day movies, yes. movies that you like to watch when you're sick. So when I was, like, young, young, I would always watch Willy Wonka. Like, every time I stayed home from from school, I would watch Willy Wonka. What was it about that movie that made you feel better? Chocolate. No, I don't know. It was, like, magic <laughs> and fun and, like, weird and beautiful. But then I think when I was in about, like, maybe, like, ninth grade, maybe a little before that, I started watching Dead Poet Society all the time. I was obsessed with Dead Poet Society, and every time I stayed home from school, sick. And I stayed home a lot in high school. Um, I very frequently in high school would just not want to be there anymore, and I lived, like, walking distance from school, so I just walk home and then call my mom mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I left. Can you tell them I'm sick? And she would because she loves me. Um, <laughs> and then I would just stay home and watch Dead Poet your Society. Your PhD can't date, people. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, your PhD. I was candidate. bored, and that's why I switched schools and went to school with you, lovely people. I was people. so smart. I was bored in high school. She drove. A I wasn't bored miles. after I switched schools. God, fucking high school. Just, I don't know. My sick day movies include, and please, 
Please don't um, judge me. No judgment. Bridget Jones' Diary. Yes, it's on my list. Okay, Sense and Sensibility. Yes, it's on my list. Little Women and that oh and that thing you do. Oh, those are good fucking choices. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about like adult, not adult movies, but like <laughs> sick day movies after I became an adult. But I feel like I definitely have watched that thing you do when I'm sick. Yeah. frequently my brother always would watch his sick day movie was top gun but we had it like because we were young and we had it taped mm-hmm. off of television mm-hmm. so it was like edited so they're like scenes where they're flying around in real life it's like they're cursing every other word but the version we had it was just kind of silent flying <laughs> <laughs> they just like edited out the entire dialogue <laughs> When I was a kid, we had Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer taped off TV. That was my sick day movie. Um, when I was in ninth grade, I was sick one day in the summer on Judy Garland's birthday. And I yes. was, it was sick. I was sick and on Turner Classic Movies because it was her birthday. They played Judy yes. Garland movies all day long. All day, all night And long. so I saw <clears throat> all the ones she did with Mickey Rooney. Not the Andy Harvey ones, but like. Babes on Broadway, Babes in Arms, mm. um, Strike of the Band. And I saw the Harvey Girls. I saw Meet Me in St. Louis. And I saw Easter Parade, which became my number one sick day movie, which I own on DVD now and watch it every Easter and when I'm sick. To bring this back to Harry Potter, I feel like I'm really alarmed by the absence of film at all in the Harry Potter books. Because I feel like for, at least for us and for, I think for most people, it's like such a huge part of your life. And she just doesn't really talk about it at all. Like, they don't talk about movies. Not I mean, just I, movies, I any like, kind do, of like, art, really. Well, they have they have art in the sense of, like, they have, like, the paintings and, you know, stuff in the castle. But, yeah, I mean, any sort of contemporary art. <clears throat> but I think, like, even if they, even if she didn't want to bring in, you know real movie titles and talk about like them watching home alone on christmas break like they she talks about them listening to music like it's just so surprising to me that like you never hear them talk about like watching a movie even in kind of the muggle world or or tv or anything yeah like what movie would harry potter watch on a sick day you know i have no idea i don't know what his film taste he doesn't have film taste he's been neglected and was unable, I mean, he doesn't even get to watch television, hardly. Yeah, he's watched television at Mrs. Fig's house. I wonder what they watch there. The Price is Right. I don't know what they watch in Midsummer Britain. Murders. Midsummer Murders? I think Mrs. Fig is watching Rosemary in Time. Vicar of Dibley or something. Vicar of fucking Dibley, you're absolutely right. Do you think she when she's feeling so she's watching AbFab? What's that <laughs> one show, Are You Being Served? Oh my fucking God, they're watching Are You Being Served. Burr, 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 burr. Oh my god, I loved that fucking show. And it was terrible, I found out when I got older. (laughs) I just liked it because they were British. I didn't understand that I was laughing because they were British. (laughs) Everything they said was funny. No, there was this one character. He was this very clearly gay man. I didn't know that at the time when I was watching Are You Being Served. I remember this one thing that just I thought was the funniest thing. And I later found out it wasn't. He said... I used to be in a dance troupe called Fred and Ginger. I often wonder where Fred is these days. <laughs> and I just thought, oh my God, it's hilarious. He's Ginger. What are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? Wait, hold on. But so, okay, 
Harry's neglected, but Hermione grows up in a muggle household. That's true. That's true. What movies does Hermione watch on a sick day? Oh, she watches the same fucking shit we watch. Yeah, Jane Austen. She watches Jane Austen. I have no doubt that she's read all of Jane Austen's books by the time she's ten years old. Exactly. It's all Jane Austen. That's probably true. I bet she would like Dead Poet Society. I bet she would. I bet she would fucking love Dead Poet Society. Are you kidding me? Sherry, another good sick day yes. movie would be the movie that we both watch a lot of, Center Stage. Oh, oh okay. Let's not say that I watch a lot of Center Stage at this She point. watches Center Stage every day of her life right now. In college, I watched it a lot, and I do wish I could have been a dancer. That's my one regret in life is that I was not a dancer. You didn't have the feet. I don't have I the heart. I didn't have the heart. <laughs> So here's a piece of paper that I pulled out of this hat. This will be a short one. This is from me to you guys. It's called Shit I Saw on Etsy. And it is uh, things when I was looking around on Etsy for Harry Potter stuff. Um, And it's things that I found that I thought were weird. (laughs) Um, So I will just read them to you now. Sorting hat bath bombs. Yeah. Which is not actually weird, but it's like you get, you put the bath bomb in the bathtub and then as after it fizzles out, it tells you what house you're in. So it's not it's not shaped like a hat. No, it's shaped shaped like a ball, and it just and it's just a white ball. Lame. A uh, oven mitt that says "My Patronus is wine." <laughs> my Patronus is wine. My Patronus, <laughs> my Patronus is my Patronus is a turkey leg. <laughs> <laughs> my Patronus is some Cheetos or a cheese plate. Mm, cheese plate. Yes. My Patronus is coffee. Ooh, we are so basic <laughs> basic um <clears throat> so we've got cards against potter very clever mm-hmm. um it's just some cards against humanity cards with like some harry potter stuff on it uh we've got a kitchen mixer decal that has a mm. that says potions master Oh my god, yes. I actually want that. Do you, I want that too. Do pair of black underwear that says, may I slither in? Oh. Well, uh, doesn't like uh, Tom Felton make and sell shirts that say that? I hope not. Does he sell shirts? Oh. I am almost positive that Tom Felton sells shirts that say something to that effect. Come on, Felton. Is it going to charity or is it going to his own pocket? I don't oh, care. Pockets for sure. That's fine. Do what you... Yeah, yeah. Um... Hustle's gotta <clears throat> hustler's gotta hus. What is there's a phrase? Oh. Hustle. Slither's, it's hard out there. Wait, what? Is I don't word? know. No. It's fine. Slither's not a word. Another thing, right. we have fifty to five hundred wedding wands for three hundred dollars. What wedding wands? Wedding wands like, for... like wedding favors. Like wedding. If favors. I ever get married, I am having wedding wands, and they will run you three hundred dollars. 50 to 500. Go ahead and get 500. Doesn't matter if you have I mean, that like, many people staying. It's going to be $300 yeah. like, anyway. Go ahead what? and get 500. And then you just have Dude. like 200 extra wands. 300. You could put sparklers inside of them. <gasps> and On the end and of the light end of them. A sparkler on the, in the yeah. end of it. And light Yeah, up. and then when Sherry. you're like doing your thing where you leave and you're people a like light well, sparklers, they amazing. could have wands. You could also paint genius. the tip of them with glow in the dark. That would work too. Trademark no, for Sherry both Walker. things, you do both things. Um, yeah, I love it. The last most interesting item that I found—it's a it, it, 
I don't know how to describe this. It's an instant download, but it's a it's a display area for your positive pregnancy test that says, I solemnly swear that we were up to no good. <laughs> Here's a picture. What does it do? Does it like wrap around your pregnancy test? Oh, God. It, you just sort of lay your positive pregnancy test ah. on top of this picture of a wand and then put it in oh, a... God. You don't even get no. the frame. You got to supply that. No, no, no. I think we have time to talk about one more thing. The last thing I have grabbed, I think this is appropriate for the ending of our show. My brother-in-law, Ian, suggested that we look up the number one hits for this day on different years. Pick a song and, and do a quick fanfic treatment. In 1985, the number one song in the United States of America <laughs> was Madonna's Like a Virgin. <laughs> there are so many fucking stories you could write about like a bird. I know, exactly. That's that's the thing. I was supposed to write a treatment for a fan fiction and I've just dropped the ball. Do on it that. now. That's what we're doing now. Do uh, what a... was the number one song in the year we graduated from high school? Well, <sighs> the year I graduated Destiny's from high school. Child Independent Women. Independent Woman. No. Nice. Sorry, sorry. I gra- no, no, no. That was two thousand one. None of us graduated that year. In two thousand two, <laughs> I the number one song was Nickelback's "How You Remind Me." Oh God! And in two thousand three, it was Eminem's "Lose Yourself." Yes. Oh, no. No. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who's gonna? Which one of these fucking Harry Potter characters is gonna be in a goddamn rap battle? Oh my God. Oh my God. Is, um, is Harry? We've okay. Ronald this is, Weasley. This is a a. This is a AU story, alternate universe story, where Harry has to battle Draco in rap for rap. <laughs> Why? Harry, Harry comes the from the mean streets of Detroit, and Draco comes from somewhere better than that. But somehow it's a rich versus poor rap battle. That's not exactly what happened in the movie Eight Mile. No. Um, but I don't know. That's my treatment. That's my. I've done it. It's finished. See, um, or independent women. Okay, so I'm gonna pick that one, and I'm gonna say Hermione, Luna, and Ginny. There's like this like talent show at Hogwarts. What? And then they decide to do that song as their talent. And it goes off without a hitch. And everybody thinks it's awesome, the end. <laughs> I want to know why they picked that specific it. song, though. Because it's empowering and awesome. And they don't, you know, they independent. They don't need. Yeah, but what are they, they trying to me. prove? Because in fan fiction, they've always got something to prove. Right? They got to prove. They got to prove to these boys that they don't give a shit about them. Which boys? All the boys. Harry, Ron, Draco, Neville. What have the boys done to them lately? They just, how about this? They just want to do the song and they really like it. And it's a talent show. And they want to do it. That's a great story, Dale. Uh (laughs) I have one one for, this is how you remind me. (laughs) Please do it. Oh my gosh, Lauren, I'm sorry. (laughs) On summer vacation, when Harry is at the Dursley's house... He uh, gets beat up by Dudley's gang and hits his head. He falls down and he hits his head on a thing at the playground and goes, um, he gets a concussion and he has a, he goes to the hospital, but like a muggle hospital and he gets amnesia. He has no idea who he is or that he's a wizard. And then he falls in love with his nurse, who is a Mary Sue. 
I guess, character who then he falls in love with her and slowly he remembers who he is and that he's a wizard and that he's magic and then she's magic too or something. I don't know. I lost uh, the thread. It's fine. This is it how weird. you remind me of who I really am. I like you to say sorry. Why do I know this many words? I don't know. I, I lost it after Sherry, the first like, it was chorus. It better than mine. Mine was just like, it's a talent show. I like the talent show show. one, though. That's a thing, though. That's that's definitely a trope. They do that in schools. And they do that in fan fiction, too. It's just, like, it's always some kind of, like, oh, God, I'm going to admit something. Instead of fan fiction, I've been reading um, (laughs) these uh, translated Chinese, like, novels Uh on my phone. Um, And the one I'm reading right now is called (laughs) Mr. CEO Spoil Me 100%. (laughs) It's a story about this woman who um, was married to a rich CEO, um, but then she but she had she had amnesia right before she married him because her parents died and her parents somehow arranged it so she's gonna marry this man. She had amnesia already. She married him. It didn't work out. They didn't love each other. They got divorced. She had a son. She was really poor uh, for like three years. She was poor, living with her family, and then she runs into her ex again at the grocery store where she's been trying to get a job uh and then she gets hit by a car and she gets her memory back and she finds out she's she's a really good computer hacker and um (laughs) (laughs) and the story is all about getting revenge on every person who's ever done her wrong uh and and that is kind of like the same trope of the talent show story is like yeah. show them what you got like what show have they done to you got. to make you want to show them what you got and i kind of what... feel like it would be a good moment for luna to shine because you know everybody thinks she's yeah you know loony love good so it would be kind of like her moment to step out and sing and and right. let's say she just has this magnificent voice like beyonce style like she's just rocking it and hermione and jenny are like the rest of Destiny's Child. <laughs> and it's just like Luna's showing off and she's just like... And it's it. interesting because I don't feel like Luna as a character would ever feel like she needed to prove herself to anybody. She's just mm-hmm. that aloof. However, she aloof. she's just doing it because her friends need her to. And she mm-hmm. ends up being amazing. Exactly. And nobody knows it. And then all of a sudden... And nobody knows it but me. We should also do The Boy Is Mine. Oh, that's a good song. You need to give it up. Had about enough. Had about enough. He belongs to... And that's such a terrible song. These two girls are fighting over a dude. <laughs> I loved that but song. The boy is mine. I'm sorry that you seem to be confused. confused. Anyway, he belongs to me. The boy is mine. Because um, <laughs> nice. oh, you may have noticed it if you're a listener, we do some singing on this show. We do, so man. Whether we should or not, I don't know. When I get around Lauren, it's like I'm free. I'm free to be me. <laughs> I was thinking of the song "Return of the Mac." <laughs> do you remember that song? Oh God, why? But I was thinking, the only Mac I can think of is McGonagall. Um, All those times I said that I loved your lie to me. But you did. But you did. Let's look at the lyric. Nope, let's not. We can't. <laughs> we can't. If you know the lyrics to Return of the Mac by 
the singers of Return of the Mac. By the singer of Return of the Mac. Then you let us know in the comments. There are co- there is a co- guys. There's a comment section on our website. You only get one shot. Only to one. Not Mr. Chance. To, to glow. To glow. Opportunity knocks once in a lifetime. In a lifetime. Mom spaghetti. There is a comment section on our website, guys. You can go there and make comments. So make us feel real good. Um, can someone mm-hmm. write? Can someone write a treatment to M and M's? You better uh, you better lose yourself. Or we whatever keep asking called. people to write us fan fiction, and they're not doing it. I feel like do if you it. want something done, you got to do it yourself. Apparently, no. We have so many tens of faithful listeners, and none of them. They don't Maybe want to have to song. do the work. I get it. They come here to be entertained. It's the song in the in the scene where they're in the room of requirement and they're doing their spells for defense against the dark art that's the song that's playing return of the mag no lose yourself no <laughs> lose yourself oh my god they're like that's true you better lose yourself and they're like spell they're casting spells and they're hitting that one that day i'm gonna they're... do a super cut of all the videos that of all the montages that we have suggested harry and oliver practicing uh quidditch to baby baby or whatever baby baby <laughs> <laughs> God. That could be our year. Like, did we start this in April? So in April, our one year anniversary, like year, or yeah. one year anniversary, we should have to do. <laughs> Technically, we've actually been doing this for more than a year because we recorded our first episode like five months, seven months yeah. before we released it, or something. It was like October. Oh. Yeah, six months in. So, but yes, on the <clears> one year anniversary of this podcast being on the internet. We'll do something. Who who knows what? But that'll be one thing. Hey, listen. Go to our website www.thesortingchat.com and comment on there, and send us an email at thesortingchat at gmail because that inbox is getting lonely now. Hey, I'll... do I just realized we have a Twitter account? Do we? No, you can. You I'll give you the password. You're good at Twitter. You want to do a Twitter? I could do a Twitter. Yeah, you do the Twitter because I'm not good at it. I never tweet. Send me the deets for the tweets. Send me the tail. For the mails. (laughs) For the emails. (laughs) I'm sorry. We didn't make up a spell this week yet. Oh, How about a a spell you just say mom's spaghetti and then you're real good at raps? (laughs) Or what if you just had spaghetti? (laughs) No. No. You could do that, Lauren, if you took your polyjuice potion to become Lin-Manuel Miranda. And then you could just do the mom's spaghetti. Mom's spaghetti and be, be real good at raps. Yeah, <laughs> but can you also have we, some spaghetti? Well, that's the weird thing about the spell, is that it makes you good at wraps, but it also puts like a full <laughs> loaded bowl of spaghetti in your hands. You got to yes, figure out what I to do that. with that. You got to hold the spaghetti in your hands, the whole wrap. <laughs> well, I guess that was our sorting chat show that we do. Um, <laughs> everybody. Uh, email us, call us, twi- don't call us. Sorry, you don't have our numbers. Um, email us, tweet call at us. One eight hundred spaghetti. Mom spaghetti. Um, you can just find us on Facebook. You, if you're listening to this, you already know we're on Facebook, probably Facebook.com/slash the sorting chat, the sorting chat, or you will not find us. The Facebook.com. That's how old we are. Uh, the sorting chat at gmail.com. Thank you again to Zach, who is Dale's wife. Uh, nope, Dale's husband. <laughs> Super Perkins is my wife. Who, who wrote? My yes. <laughs> who wrote uh, the sorting chat theme and and 
uh, sundry. Until next time. Mom's, Mom's spaghetti. spaghetti. Boom, 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 boom. And now we have to do a wrap. You gotta, <laughs> you gotta eat some food and on Thanksgiving. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>